We're going to continue our series now on making internet money. So yesterday's episode was about using marketplaces, right? Other people's platforms to sell products. So that was like Amazon, eBay, Etsy. Etsy. There are a ton of them out there. There's Facebook Marketplace. There's a few others that we had talked about or that we were Craigslist. thinking about. Craigslist. Craigslist and so forth. Lots of marketplaces. In today's <laughs> episode, so we like we like marketplaces, right? Because they are just they have customers. Today's episode, we're going to talk about another great way to make money. It is with freelancing. We're going to talk about that in today's episode, starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. All right, freelancing. So what is it? Freelancing is when you do kind of it's it's a I'm going to call it transient style of work where basically you just work for people, usually on like a task basis, but you can get like hourly uh, freelancing gigs and so forth. But basically you work as a freelancer or a contractor for people Yeah. You do whatever tasks that you know how to do for other people. Yeah. So you are you know, a hired gun, if you will. Yeah. I mean, this could be like graphic design or writing articles or editing a spreadsheet. You know, it can be clerical tasks all the way to running someone's social media account, producing sales videos like it. The sky's the limit. If there is a task in a business, there is probably a freelancer out there who will do it for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that That's is it. Yeah. <laughs> so what we love about this is that it firstly, you you aren't really when you're selling products on like marketplaces, you are competing with other people who might be selling the same product or a similar product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with freelancing, it's you, right? You are, you know, the product for the lack of a better term there, but you get to add your own personal um, personality, your own, you know, credentials, your own skill sets, all yeah. of that. You bring all of that to the table, which helps differentiate you. Okay. Yeah. Um, what we also like about freelancing is it's often still done through platforms or marketplaces. Yes, right. It is. So you still get kind of like the best of both worlds. So um, Fiverr is a really, really popular platform. Um, for I doing, knew that would be the first one you'd bring up. Yeah, it's just I think it's the the least intimidating platform. Now it's it's obviously highly competitive, you know. So um, it might take a little while for you to get your profile going, but tons of people buying on there. We've bought numerous uh, services. Yeah, they call them gigs on Fiverr. Numerous services we've purchased. All kinds of things. Yeah, from like people dancing in grass skirts, shouting a friend's name to like, you know, getting actual logos created. Yeah, we had a voiceover done for our our home answering service. Yeah, all types of cool things, you know. So if you've got any kind of skill, there's likely someone out there who would be happy to pay you for it, right? Yeah. So Fiverr is a really cool platform. Um, the one that we probably use the most is called Upwork, upwork.com. Yep. Um, and I mean, any developers, writers, virtual, just general virtual assistants. I mean, you can hire pretty much any task or any you know service or whatever on there. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, that's what we use to, to find our team pretty much. And they're awesome. Yeah. So you know. really great. Um, and you can find people that are paid, you know, 
I mean, goodness, some people on there are like char- trying to charge only $3 an hour all the way to people up charging multiple hundreds of an hour. But what's cool at, you know, being on there as a freelancer, you it's kind of like you put up a resume, basically. Yeah, you put up a resume, essentially, and then uh, you can apply for jobs that you see, you know, that you might want to do. And Yeah, or people can find your profile and invite you to, to apply for their job. Yep, absolutely. Um, another platform that you can list yourself on is freelancer.com. That one we don't really use. I think we have an account, but... I've always just used Upwork uh, back when it was like Odesk. I've been with Upwork, Odesk for a very long time. So um, I've always enjoyed that platform. So I never felt like a need to go elsewhere. So freelancer.com is another platform. Um, If you are a freelancer, then it might make sense to get yourself on multiple different platforms just so you can have potential jobs coming in from multiple places, right? Yeah, why not? Exactly. So um, in addition to platforms, you can also uh, get hired through like classifieds, uh, word of mouth, forums are another really big one. There's a number of search engine optimization forums that I'm a part of, and they always have like freelancer sections where you can hire people to do various like search engine optimization tasks like link building, article writing, guest post outreach, and so forth, right? Yeah. So um, a lot of different things that you can do with freelancing. Uh, again, one of the things that I like about it, besides the the platform aspect, is that you can get consistent work, right? Like we've hired a number of um, virtual assistants that kind of stick with us yeah. you know, for a long period of time. Yeah, I think that's probably the thing that, you know, when you think about freelancing, you probably think it is just like a one job at a time, like one task. And then I've completed my project and that's done. But, you know, really for, for our team, we've had... I think one of our team members we've had on for, you know, over a year. Yeah. Over a year, maybe close to getting close to two years, probably. And then, you know, the rest of them have been about a year, you know, something like that. Yeah. Six to nine months. Yeah. They've been around. So it's, it's a good way if you want to get some consistent work, um, then you have that opportunity. Another thing is you get to set, you kind of get to set your price, right? The market always eventually sets the price for you, but you get to start out like trying to figure out what your pricing is. So, you know, you don't just, when you're selling a product on a platform, you kind of have to like get down in the dirt with everyone else and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a race to the bottom. Um, But if you set yourself apart properly on these platforms, then you can kind of command whatever price you want, right? It's all about selling yourself. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because we've been talking about niche or niche or whatever, and it's like, you can do that as a freelancer, you know, absolutely. When you're creating these profiles, you know, if you're if you're a writer, speak specifically about the kind of writing you do, because that will attract the right kind of, you know, job applications towards you, you know. Exactly. And then when applying for jobs, um, I, I know this this is how a lot of people do this. They just kind of copy and paste the same stuff mm-hmm. for every job. Right. You want to craft your responses um for whatever job it is that you're applying for, right? So if you're applying for like a graphic design job and you're applying for an article writing job, those two things should be different, right? You don't, yeah. you don't want to create like one generic watered down thing that you can just copy and paste everywhere. It you, might be easy, but it doesn't, I mean, it's certainly not going to make you stand out. Exactly. Cause I've, I've received those generic watered down ones. And I just kind of read through them and like, yeah, all right. It doesn't seem like anything special moving on. No. Cause we'll have so many candidates that gave great answers that are specific to us. Yeah. So what we're doing. So, um, and I guess, uh, I guess while we're doing some tips, 
Also, read through the entire job description. You do not want to ask the person something that was already like stated inside of the job description. I've had that a lot. Um, another thing, and I don't really think this is terribly clever. It, I read this years and years ago um, that you know when when hiring um, somebody like a freelancer, they always say like ask them to respond with a code word, and it makes sure that they've read your job description, right? Oh, um, that sounds so cheesy. It does. It, it was probably great advice at the time, but the first people who thought of that, like it's the teacher that says, you know, in the directions. If you've read the directions, just go to the end of the test and don't answer any of the questions. You yeah, know, just hand it back in. So when you are <laughs> um, applying for a job, make sure you read through the entire description and you know catch any of those little gotchas where it's like. You know, at the in the middle of it, they're like, also tell me your favorite song or something. Oh. You know, there's all like there's lots of little tricks and gotchas. And ultimately, I understand the the thought process attention behind to it. Detail. Yeah, it's all about that attention to detail and so forth. But um, to me, I think people are can be kind of petty. Anyways, so make sure you're crafting your applications for the job that you're applying for. Make sure you read through the description. Don't ask questions that have been answered. Um, and then. I guess the next thing is when you do get a job, show up. Please show up. <laughs> Ask me how I know. Yeah. So we've had a lot of freelancers that you they hire they get hired on and they seem super excited and then they just disappear. They're totally MIA and it's very awkward. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree on that one. You yes. know, that's a that's a tricky one. Um another thing that I I thought of was, you know, make sure that you have um, you know, the things that you're you're saying that you're good at, for instance, like visual design or graphics design, I should say, you know, have examples ready, like or demos or, or things, things that you can do that to show, look at what I can do, look at what I have done. I think that that's also really helped when we've been able to see, you know, people's sample work. Yeah, I know Fiverr gives you the option to upload some examples of whatever gig you're you're doing. Yeah. So, so Fiverr is a, a like a service by service basis, right? You don't put your resume up. Um, you just say, "Hey, I'm willing to make a logo for you," or "I'm willing to do a voiceover for you," and so forth, right? So each job you put each job up as its own gig that someone can buy, and on each of those gigs, you can put examples of your work. So that's kind of cool. Um, I know on Upwork. You can actually upload portfolios of your work, right? Yeah. So those that's it's are, important, you know, especially for the people like us, like hiring, you know, to be able to see if is this person good at writing. Yeah, it helps set set people apart. So um, those are a lot of the tips. You know, you got the platforms, you got the tips. Um, I think that freelancing is a great way to get into making money on the internet. And what I really like about it is it's familiar to people because people are used to having jobs especially now with like remote work, like yeah. I think anyone could really get into freelancing. Um, I think everyone has some type of marketable skill that they could sell as a freelancer, right? There are people that need you to do basic, like let's say you're like, I know nothing about the internet. It's like, well, great. If you know how to use Microsoft Excel, there's someone out there that would happily hire you to do some data crunching or you know clerical work inside of Microsoft Excel. Right. And you can start making money on the internet doing freelancing. And this was always kind of like when I was on the forums, I would always have people come on and like, I need to make like as much money as possible yesterday. What what like trick can I do online? And it's like, just become a freelancer. Like 
learn the online business, right? And that's what I love about freelancing is once you get under the wing of somebody who is like doing something online and they're using your services, you can think, hey, I'd be interested in learning something else. Would you be willing to like, you know, I, I want to do that task or that task or whatever you yeah. got. And it can help you get paid to learn how to do stuff. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so it's a great way to kind of expand your skill set while getting paid. Yeah, I mean, I think about ours. You know, we actually trained them how to do graphic design. Yeah, yeah. So lots of opportunity to grow, learn more, get more marketable skills. And, you know, why not get paid to learn how to do online <laughs> Why not? And then you can go off and do it on your own, right? So, I like that. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.